Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Earrings Off. We want to invite you to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. You can find us on Facebook at Earrings Off Podcast and on Instagram at The Earrings Off Podcast. I'm Lou. And I'm Teresa. Let's get started. Okay, Teresa, big, big sad news, of course, in that U.S. Representative John Lewis, giant of a man who devoted his life to racial justice and equality, he died Friday, July 17th. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that, that was, a, that was a big loss to us. Yeah. He, he was a civil rights activist like none other, you know, like I would imagine, you know, he, he just kept, he fought for us. I mean, so he was so selfless. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that, it, yeah. I, I feel so, I, you know, I just feel like in comparison, not like, not like I can compare myself to him, but just the just keeping that fight going for all those years right and the the sacrifices that were made every time i see that clip of him being beaten in the march it's just you realize the i mean what it's not just a story that people tell to motivate people it actually required that kind of sacrifice that selflessness for a greater cause. And um, I don't even know if I have something like that within me. So I get when you say you can't compare, but it yeah. is really something to think about how people laid their very lives on the line to uh, for equality and to fight for justice and to end racism. So. Yeah, so I have a little, I have a little story about that, um, that peaceful protest right. across um, Edmund Pettus Bridge. Well, we all know, because we've all heard the story, that he was the first person attacked. Right. Mm-hmm. And as a result of it, he was left with a fractured skull. Right. Even imagine. And I heard him tell the story that... I, I know that until recently about the huh? fracture. I didn't know that. I, you know, the, the, just the, what he had endured for years as a result of that. So um, he didn't even remember what happened to him, and they carried him back to the church where the march began. Well, in an interview that happened, I think last year, he was introduced to that police officer that clubbed him. Yeah, the police officer, ex-police officer, retired police officer, you know, he, he had a change in life became a Christian, I'm guessing, because he said he, the part of the interview that I heard, I came in on the interview late, but the part that I heard was someone asked him, where did he think he was going to go when he died? Uh And he remembered the Edmund Pettus Bridge incident and said he could only go to hell, right? He could go to hell. Yeah. And so it changed his life. He didn't want to go to hell. So it changed his life. I don't know who made the arrangements for this interview, but he was able to sit with Mr. Lewis and he was able to apologize to him. 
and he accepted his apology and they shook hands and hugged one another. Mm-hmm. It was a touching moment. And I tell you what, that made me see him in even a brighter light because I couldn't have done that. Right. That makes me think about something I've been thinking about um, lately, that, and it's not popular, but this cancel culture that we're now in when people do something. And it's like, because of social media, we can just attack and and uh, ruin people's lives. And sometimes it's well-deserved because of the behavior, the Karens and the Kins and the, and the abuses, but people change. Things happen, people evolve. And, um, you know, you, you can't dismiss that we're all human and that there will be times when we make errors, some of them very um, tragic errors. But the hope is that people oh, of genuinely, hmm? of course, yeah. The hope is genuinely that people, that we can talk and we can evolve and, and our ideas can change so that we become better people, a better nation. So this segment, of course, is just in honor of U.S. Representative John Lewis, who passed away at the age of 80. And um, Teresa, I'm going to kick off first with um, a tribute by former President Barack Obama, who published these words, his statement on the passing of Representative John Lewis. President Obama wrote, I first met John when I was in law school, and I told him that he was one of my heroes. Years later, when I was elected a U.S. Senator, I told him that I stood on his shoulders. The president continued, when I was elected president of the United States, I hugged him on the inauguration stand before I was sworn in and told him I was only there because of the sacrifices he made. And through all those years, he never stopped providing wisdom and encouragement to me and Michelle and our family. We will miss him dearly. Oh, that's quite a tribute. Well, it is. And, and it makes us, it makes me think about, Teresa, how we do stand on the shoulders of those that have gone before us, that have made sacrifices and, and kept the faith and kept putting one foot in front of the others. And, you know, that you and I talked about that, um, that was one of, that was a main impetus for launching Earrings Off, is that we just hope that in some way we can use this platform to send a message of hope, to help educate, to help encourage, to provide information that might be beneficial to us as we go about our daily lives. So it's, um, I, I know certainly I can and you can, I'm sure as well, think about people whose shoulders we've stood on, people that have gone before us, that have taught us, that have cheered us on, so for the president to offer that, that was um, very touching. Yeah, I saw that and I really liked his words. I'd like for us to share a couple of famous, well, or known quotes that John Lewis made. And one that sticks out to me, I, I want to share first. 
he said, you are a light. You are the light. Never let anyone, any person or force dampen, dim, or diminish your light. Release the need to hate, to harbor division, and the enticement of revenge. Release all bitterness. Hold only love, only peace in your heart, knowing that the battle of good to overcome evil is already won. Wow. Yeah. That's how he was able to forgive that guy. Yeah. Yeah. He lived that. He was that. He was the light. Right. Wow. This is uh, taken from his 2017 memoir, Across That Bridge, A Vision for Change and the Future of America. And this makes me think, of course, about the Black Lives Matter movement, because it certainly speaks to it being time to stop being quiet. We have been too quiet for too long. There comes a time when you have to say something. You have to make a little noise. You have to move your feet. This is the time. Yeah. Yeah. Think about that quote, and I think about where we are, and I think about the fact that we've been fighting this fight for a long time. He was fighting that fight for a long time. You know, we're dealing with the same things that he dealt with, you know, back Martin Luther King. Like, you have to keep hope, and you have to think that, you know, change is truly going to come, but you know, it can be kind of daunting, you know, well, it's, hard, it's well, hard to stay it, positive when you put it in that kind of a, in that kind of a light, I feel. Well, it is. And what's particularly, um, I don't know, it's sad. And when I see this, it sort of stops me in my track is when I see little kids spewing racism. You know, and I see little kids who, I mean, they're, they're babies, but already they have been taught that, you know, I don't want to play with that kid or this person is less than. And you see it in their behaviors. And you just, you, I, I always wonder as a parent about that because you're teaching your child that and you you are teaching them something that's certainly going to, uh, it's going to inhibit them. It's, it's going to impact their lives. Um, it could impact certainly their relationships, their abilities to progress because they're going to be hit with the consequences of that type of hatred within them. And so um, I, that always just stops me in my track when I right. It goes, it goes back to that whole thing about the, be- the behavior as adults that we model for our children. Right, right. You know what I mean? And yeah. Um, yeah. Certainly, certainly you're right. It will impact them, the yeah. children more than the adults. Because now um, I think if anything that I feel will come out of this is just out of this whole uh, out of all the protests and, and things that are happening right now is that people are not going to tolerate that behavior right. any longer. And right. they will, individuals who 
who um, spew hate will be canceled. I mean, they will just, no, no one's going to tolerate it any longer. Yeah. yeah. You know? But the unfortunate part is, is that it's a, it, we, we say that and we hear that, but every day we hear of another person trying, testing the waters to see what they can get away with. Yeah, but but also every day um, there are stories and news articles and people on Twitter and Instagram and everywhere shedding, not only shedding light on inappropriate behavior, but the, the um, there have been some very um, well-researched articles about the racism, about racism and how we've been impacted in terms of healthcare, education, housing, uh, all of that. And yeah. now people are paying attention. They're, they're seeing what we have had to endure in the piece about uh, the impact on our mental health. That's yeah. something that's really not been discussed until now, I think. Yes. Because we were just taught, and we, I mean, you know, people weren't aware, weren't willing to acknowledge it, but not only were others not willing to acknowledge it, we weren't willing to acknowledge it because we were told, listen, every time, you know, since I was a little girl, you know, it's almost like keep a stiff, stiff upper lip. What's that going to do you to fall down and cry about it? You've got to keep moving on. And so that takes, and that impacts your well-being. And now we are learning and talking about the actual impact on our mental health because we live in such a racist society and we are trying to maneuver in these waters. So, yeah, it's so, yeah, it's, so um, it's past time for these conversations. It's past time for us to be told to get over it, keep moving forward. We need real change. And certainly U.S. Representative John Lewis was instrumental in those changes. So he had a quote about the George um, Floyd Justice and Policing Act. Mm -hmm. um, a democracy cannot thrive where power remains unchecked and justice is reserved for a select few. Ignoring mm. these cries and failing to respond to this movement is simply not an option, for peace cannot exist where justice is not served. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, wow. Did you see what's happening in Portland? And oh, my goodness. The, yeah. These, um, these servicemen of some agency who knows because they're not they're not disclosing who they are yeah. are they're policing them how can that even exist in the united states yeah you know we had a glimmer of that when they sent these um officers in they were from a correctional institute i believe institution they sent them into dc you know, so we had just a glimmer of what was coming in that they keep the the administration keeps authorizing these this type of force against protesters. So Yeah, and and I mean if people are peacefully protesting, that's all right, right? Like you can protest peacefully. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so yeah. I'm just missing that whole thing. But I will tell you, if you're protesting for Black Lives Matter, it seems that this administration doesn't have any value in that, doesn't seem to think that that's a worthy right. cause, even a concern, you know? And so you're seen, at, no matter who you are, you're seen as, you know, uh, opposing uh, what that administration believes, you know? Yeah. Well, um, Teresa, I'm going to quote, um, I have one last quote um, in his honor, but before I, I go there, um, one thing I thought about when you were talking about the protests, and we've talked about that, what I hope doesn't get lost is I understand um, I understand the inherent racism that's required to put statues, statues up, which remind us of segregation and remind us of how people feel that we're less than and, and really prefer a return to slavery and those times. I get how that's glaring when you ride by and you see monuments praising people who have done atrocious acts against against us but what i hope doesn't get lost is the fact that yeah that's atrocious that's terrible but we need policies not just somebody tearing down statues that's because it's easy to get distracted with that and for us to be appeased by that and i think some people may be hoping that that's enough that is not enough. So we have got to not lose sight of the large, of the bigger picture and the higher goal to actually make some changes which impact lives, our day-to-day -day lives. So what you have just said, a mouthful, that that is a valid point. And you're right. I'm with you on that. Not only not only new policies, but we need to change the ones who that are holding us back that are that five day. You know? We need we don't need to be singled out. Yeah. You know? You're absolutely right. But we yeah. we have got to please, I, I want everybody to understand, please, let's not get distracted by thinking that we done some major thing and we have that's wonderful but that's not it that is not it we want policies change laws change we want better police training so that we aren't seen as targets we want people to recognize there have been laws which require that there be more police in our neighborhood neighborhoods and when you send more police you're going to discover more crime we're at a significant disadvantage and, Addison, so, and we're made out to be monsters when we absolutely are not. And so. because of because of the redlining and things of that nature, we need money in those neighborhoods so that they have better schools. Absolutely. You know, and we need equal access to education. Yes, equal yes, access quality to education. education. Thank you for that. Yes, absolutely. that's exactly what we need. I can't even get it out. So yeah, yeah. I, yeah. That's so I just want us to not not lose sight of that and not be appeased and not take a little dangle of a carrot. It's not about that. Is there bigger so, issues? The, so. the other thing that's happening as a result of this, you know, you know, corporations are putting money in these funds to help HBCUs and to help um, with scholarships and that kind of thing. All of that is good. I'm not, and, and thank you. I appreciate it. But 
and that's still that's still not the answer in my opinion it is those policies i'm so glad you brought that up it's the policies and it's the laws and it's just the equal treatment right we just, just want to have an equal right. opportunity because the incidents that we see of the karens and the kins is as as upsetting as they are as heart-wrenching as they are those are individual acts we want mass um, exactly. action that will produce mass results in the so, so that that's the that's the goal but the last thing is that i have Teresa, is from a tweet and this was actually from june 2018 and it talks about what you talked about earlier do not get lost in a sea of despair to be hopeful and to be optimistic our struggle is not the struggle of a day a week a month or a year it is the struggle of a lifetime never ever be afraid to make some noise and get in good trouble necessary trouble that that's powerful that is powerful and honestly we can drop the mic on that one he certainly exemplified that yeah that sometimes you have to be willing to get in good trouble and i saw a clip um i think it was yesterday of this african-american woman i don't know who she is but i was so proud she said she and her husband were riding in the car and they saw some young black guy on black man on the ground with his i think hand you know hands cuffed and two police officers there and they were riding by and she said she told her husband we got to stop and go back and her husband said do, do you know him do you know that guy and she said no i don't know him but that's somebody's son he said they turned the car around and they stood at a distance, but to let the officers know we're looking and yeah. they resolved it and let the young man go. And what she said, Teresa, was, you know, we have got to look out for each other. Oh, man. I, I, that's the first she said. That's the first time I've ever done something like that. But I want you to know I am looking out for your son. Please look out for mine. Oh, and yeah. What, what um, Representative John Lewis's life, it showed that he not only looked out for himself, he looked out for others. He cared enough to stop what he was doing in his busy life to say, I'm looking out for you. And yeah. we've lost a giant, but we continue on. So that's it for us today. Thank you so much for joining us. Our sincere condolences to the John Lewis family and to our nation for the loss. And you know, here head earrings off. When we know better, we do better. Take good care. <laughs>